You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ did not mince any words when he was dealing with the religious leaders of his day. In fact, when he was talking to the Pharisees, he said in Matthew chapter 15, You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that's the Savior saying those words. He did not take very lightly the religious leaders that were perverting the truth, leading God's people astray, and offering them a bunch of lies and perversions of truth. He was very hard on them, and he rebuked them firmly, steadfastly, and didn't give them any slack whatsoever. Now, I don't know what your view of the Messiah is, but when the Lord Jesus Christ came the first time, being the Jewish Messiah, there were two sides of him. On the one side, he came to proclaim righteousness, but he wasn't like, you know, riding on a white horse, coming as a king and destroying the enemies of God. That is not what his first coming was all about. So today, when you see some of these religious leaders, they're like, you know, flying in, you know, $25 million jets. They live in mansions. They are highfalutin. They're arrogant. They... They live like kings, you know, and uh, nothing, not even close to the humble abode of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. And this health and wealth crowd, you know, uh, they definitely are not following the example of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, according to Isaiah chapter 53, the Bible says, He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's not like Jesus Christ came and people followed him because he was dressed up, you know, majestically speaking. He, he, he didn't. He, he condescended to men of low estate, ladies and gentlemen. And this was actually a fulfillment of this prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53. And we continue to hear from the prophet Isaiah as God inspires his words prophetically about the position that the Messiah would take, that he was not going to be, you know, world famous and charismatic and all of this stuff that would attract people. Because 
If he had done that, they would be following him for the wrong reason. But he came lowly, humble, and the Bible says, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. That's our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Jewish Messiah. That's his first coming. He was not to come as a king. He was not to come to set up his kingdom, but he was to come as a lamb led to the slaughter so he could die and pay for the penalty of our sins. And so, according to Isaiah chapter 53, there is no indication his first coming was to deliver Israel out of physical bondage. No, the first coming was for the purpose to deliver Israel out of spiritual bondage. And not only Israel, but the whole world. I mean, that's what John the Baptist said. Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Now, in direct fulfillment of this, Matthew 13, verses 54 to 57 says, And when he, referring to the Lord Jesus, was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue in so much that they were astonished and said, Whence has this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brethren, James and Joses and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. So as you see, he's not your typical world leader. Now, his family didn't even quite understand what he was all about. And then in Matthew chapter 12, the Bible tells us in the New Covenant new or New Testament, Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and sore. Now that's the Lord Jesus did that. He healed, he made the blind to see and the dumb to speak. And then the Bible continues to say, And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. So you see, the leaders, the religious leaders, all of them, but the majority of them, did not recognize Christ for who he was. They did not perceive or understand the purpose of the first coming as they should have. Now many did, but most of the leaders did not. For that definitely they felt threatened by the miraculous acts that the Lord Jesus performed, and they had to undermine his steps every way they could. But according to Isaiah 53, verse 3, the Bible says, referring to the Messiah, he is despised, and we've already witnessed that by reading in the New Testament how he was despised. He is despised, Isaiah 53 tells us, and rejected a man, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm showing you from the New Testament that 
the Lord Jesus Christ fulfilled exactly those messianic prophecies that were foretold regarding his first coming. No mistake about it. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. And he came 2,000 years ago to fulfill the first coming. What was the first coming all about? Well, the first coming was for him to lay his life down so that he could pay the ransom for your sins and for my sins. You say, well, what's the penalty for my sins? Well, first of all, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And what happens when you die? Well, according to Revelation, death and hell shall be cast into the lake of fire. So after death comes hell for the wicked dead, those who rejected Christ, the grace of God, the plan of salvation, as mentioned in the New Testament, they rejected eternal life. And when they died, they went to a place called hell. And the place called hell is a place of fire. It's hell fire. But that is a temporary hell because death and hell ultimately will be cast into the lake of fire. That's eternal hell. I know it's mind-boggling, and that is why if you are a born-again believer in Christ, the Messiah, and you're living near Jewish people, you have a solemn responsibility to show them the love of Christ, to show them the gospel, and to show them that without their Messiah, they will end up in the same place anybody does when they reject the grace of God and the plan of salvation. And ladies and gentlemen, you are there to be a witness to your lost Jewish friends. If you're a Jewish person listening to this, it's by no accident that you're listening to the sound of my voice. God is speaking to you through his word. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to ignore these obvious proofs from the scriptures that Jesus is the Christ? Or are you going to go on believing lies that the rabbinical authorities have been brainwashing you to believe these many years? I have shown you over and over again the proof positive, not only from the Torah and portions of the Tanakh, but also the fulfillment in the New Covenant. You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we would like to take this opportunity to invite you to our national conference, May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last week of the month of May. The Hope of Israel National Conference is a prophecy-focused meeting with an old-time revival spirit. Some of the topics covered during the conference will be the high priest garments, blowing of the shofar, the mystery of the Jewish prayer shawl, prophetic feast days of Israel, and this all-important question, is America in Bible prophecy? For more information and to make reservations, you can go to the conference website at www.rapture.today. Once again, that is the word rapture, R-A-P-T-U-R-E, rapture.today. This is truly a meeting you do not want to miss. Mark your calendar May the 24th to the 28th. That is the last Monday to Friday of the month of May. We pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. 
If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English new covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website www.hopeofisrael.net That's hopeofisrael.net You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700 Powder Springs, Georgia 30127 Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700 Powder Springs, Georgia 30127 This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word. <laughs>